It's the holiday season, but some evil force is doing its best to spoil the mood. No one knows what this force is or why it's ruining the holidays. That's when Detective Robinson comes into play. Help him crack these riddles to save the day. The first task brings the detective to the North Pole. Someone has been stealing Santa's cookies, which he keeps in the reindeer stables. Santa suspects that the criminal is one of his elves who works there. But he's also worried because all of them are allergic to chocolate. And the disappearing cookies are chocolate chip ones. Detective Robinson gathers all the elves in one room. One of them keeps sticking out his tongue and then blushing and apologizing. The second elf has traces of something brown on his hands. And the third elf keeps smiling and giggling. Look at them attentively and try to figure out which one is the thief. The guy with the brownish spots on his fingers works in the stables, so no wonder his hands are dirty. Elves are cheerful creatures, which means that a smiling and giggling elf is not actually an unusual occurrence. But the first elf, his tongue is likely swollen as a result of an allergic reaction. Here's our cookie thief. Three teenagers sneak into Santa's home. When he comes home after work, he sees three guilty-looking kids and his 20-foot-tall plastic Christmas tree lying on the floor. Santa knows that one of the kids must have climbed the tree, which made it fall over. He calls our detective. Chris immediately arrives. After looking at the kids attentively, he tells Santa who is guilty. Can you figure it out too? This guy with green hair looks as if he has some Christmas tree needles in his hair. But don't forget that the tree is plastic and can't lose any needles. The guy on the left has a star on his sweater that looks like the one at the top of the tree. But look, it's embroidered. Now, look at this girl with a pretty sparkly scarf. It looks suspiciously similar to tinsel decorating the Christmas tree. That's because it is tinsel. Busted! While the detective and Santa are away, solving the mystery of the overturned Christmas tree, someone steals all the presents from Santa's warehouse. Uh-oh. After investigating the case, Detective Robinson has three suspects. All of them are elves. Each of the elves claims he was at home when the crime happened. The road is impossible to navigate on foot since it's been snowing for the last several hours. So, whoever did this had to use a sleigh. Can you help Chris figure out who the criminal is? This elf looks pretty angry, but it might be because his sleigh is broken. It means he couldn't have left his home. The sleigh of the elf on the right is covered with a thick layer of snow. It's unlikely that he used it recently, but look at the sleigh of the elf in the middle. There's snow under it. It means that the sleigh was parked near the house after the snow had already started falling. The elf wasn't at home, so why is he lying? One of Santa's elves put the key to the warehouse where Santa keeps presents into an empty bottle and plugged it with a cork. Detective Robinson needs to remove the key without breaking the bottle or pulling out the cork. How can he do it?
Chris pushed the cork inside the bottle and shook the key out. Detective Robinson's next task is unusual to say the least. He needs to go to a haunted gingerbread mansion and face one of three horrifying monsters. They've taken up residence in the tasty but currently unapproachable house. Chris's potential opponents are 1. A 7-foot-tall reanimated Christmas turkey. It's threatening the detective with knives and looks extremely unfriendly. 2. A scorching hot eggnog monster that looks like a moving pile of slime. 3. For a menacing-looking 8-foot-tall candy cane creature with long, sharp limbs, uh -oh. help the detective make the right choice. The turkey can be very dangerous with those knives. The candy cane monster's limbs are too sharp to come close to it. As for eggnog, besides being very hot, it doesn't pose any serious danger. The detective just needs to push the monster towards the gingerbread wall and it will absorb the creature very fast. Santa has an unusual problem. One of his elves has just had his birthday, but Santa can't remember how old he's turned. The elf doesn't want to make the task easier. He says, The day before yesterday, I was 34. The next year, I'll be 37. It sounds strange, but the elf hasn't made any mistakes in his calculations. Santa definitely needs Detective Robinson's help. The elf's birthday is on December 31st, and he's talking about it with Santa on January 1st. The day before his birthday, he was 34. The next day, he turned 35. A new year started the next day. This year, he's going to turn 36, and he will be 37 the following year. No day without an accident. One young elf decided to play a prank on Santa and hid the presents behind one of these two doors. Detective Robinson knows that one of the doors hides a very unfriendly dragon. And behind the other, there are presents. He needs to pick the right door, otherwise the holiday is spoiled. There are two signs on the doors. One of them is a lie, and the other is true. On the first door, it's written, The presents are here. The dragon is in the next room. The other sign says, The presents and the dragon aren't in the same room. Can you help the detective figure out where the presents are? The presents are in the second room. The second statement is true, which means that the first one is false. After a long working day, Santa comes home and finds out that someone has broken all the glass decorations on his Christmas tree. He's shocked and upset. He calls Detective Robinson and tells him he has two suspects. One of them is one of his reindeer. Santa saw him near his house two hours ago. The other suspect is an elf Santa scolded. Look at the scene and help the detective determine the criminal. Look at the footprints the criminal left on the floor. They're too big and don't belong either to the deer or the elf. They actually look like they belong to Santa himself. But why would he need to frame his work? So, riddle me this. Amanda loved cats very much. 
One day, she visited an acquaintance and met her lovely Persian cat. Amanda asked her acquaintance how old the cat was. Well, in two years, Luna will be twice as old as she was five years ago. Amanda nodded and continued petting the cat. And did you understand how old the animal was? Luna is 12 years old. That's an old kitty. Look at these three friends. They seem to have gotten into a trap. They're hanging upside down in the air with their legs tied. On the ground, under the blonde girl's head, there are several venomous snakes. Under the head of the girl with red hair, a fire is burning. And on the ground, under the guy, there are a couple of scorpions. How can these guys escape? See that black cloud with lightning? It's going to start raining. The rainwater will put out the fire under the girl with red hair. And look, the girl has a knife tucked under her belt. She can cut the rope tying her legs. And when she's on the ground, she can help the other two. Hannah was running a marathon. Right before the finish line, she outran the person who was running in second place. The woman was happy she was going to win. But in a few seconds, she got very disappointed. Why? Hannah was still the second best. She was faster than the second person, not the first. Olivia was a secret agent on a mission. At one point during the mission, she had to get into a room with ancient artifacts. But to enter she needed to choose between two doors. In front of them, there were two guards. Soon, Olivia realized that one guard always lied and the other always told the truth. One door was safe to open and the other hid a terrible danger. The secret agent could only ask one guard one question to figure out which door she needed to go through. What question should it be? Olivia should ask, if I asked the other guard which door was safe to open, what would he say? Both guards will point at the door that hides some danger. The lying guard, because he's, well, always lying. And the guard who tells the truth, because that's what the lying guard would tell Olivia. So the woman just needs to open the other door. Liza was working as a teaching assistant at a college. One day, she had to look after a group of students who were writing an exam. Liza knew some of them were going to cheat. And indeed, soon after the exam started, the girl spotted one person who was cheating. Who is it? It's the guy in the back of the classroom. He's got the answers written on his ruler. Can you figure out which of these two watches is real and which is just a toy? The watch on the left is a toy. Look at its minute hand. It's too long and won't be able to pass all the way around the watch face. In a small village, there were four people who were suspected of being werewolves. 
One night, the village held a meeting to decide which of them was the monster. Here is what the suspects look like. This person has long, sharp fingernails and is known for being able to run extremely fast. This person has long, sharp teeth and is known for being able to see in the dark. This person has wild, unkept hair and is known for being able to jump high. And this person has a deep, growling voice and is known for being able to smell things from far away. Can you figure out which of them is the werewolf? Suspect B is the werewolf. The description of long, sharp teeth and being able to see in the dark are both typical characteristics of werewolves in mythology and folklore. While the other suspects have unusual traits as well, they are not necessarily associated with werewolves. Joe has a friend, Lucas, who never answered any questions directly. Once, Joe sent Lucas a message inviting him to join their common friends in a cafe. Lucas's answer was kind of weird. Sorry, no money, J-O-B-I-N-J-O-B. Luckily, Joe knew his friend well enough to understand what he meant. But can you figure it out? Lucas meant he had no money because he was in between jobs. (laughs) Look at this bizarre wedding. What do you think? Why are these people, who are about to get married, wearing black balaclavas? Look, there are cameras on the walls. This couple must be hiding their identities. Three friends went for a walk in a forest. People said a wizard lived there, and he wasn't a kind, friendly person. But our guys didn't believe these rumors. Everyone knows magic doesn't exist. Suddenly, a wall of fire blocked their way. Look at the things the friends have and try to figure out what they can use to put the fire out. They could use this bucket to bring some water from that puddle, but it wouldn't be enough to put out such a large fire. This hose is useless, there's nothing to attach it to. The friend should choose this spade and use soil to put the fire out. You're in a forest. Suddenly, it starts raining. You notice a cave and hide there. But as soon as you get inside, the opening behind you closes. There are three tunnels in front of you, and one of them leads to freedom. But the first tunnel is full of crocodiles that haven't eaten in two years. In the second tunnel, there is a hungry lion that hasn't had any food in two weeks. And the third tunnel leads to a scorching hot desert. Which tunnel should Uh you choose? You should wait until the desert cools down at night and follow the third tunnel. As for crocodiles, yes, these animals can indeed live without food for up to two years. Lions can also survive for two weeks without eating anything. But before you get a chance to leave the cave, you hear some deafening noise. It's a landslide! The tunnels end up blocked, but you now see three other passages. 
A fire-breathing, wait, is it a dragon? Is guarding the first passage. The second passage is filled with hundreds of poisonous cacti growing there. Their spines are covered with an extremely toxic substance. And in the third tunnel, you can see the red eyes of some very hungry wolves. Which tunnel can Uh lead you to safety? You should choose the tunnel with the cacti. At least they can't move. And if you're careful, you'll be able to walk around the cacti without touching their spines. One morning, Donna came to the office and found a box of chocolates on her desk. There was also a strange note. Hmm, can you help Donna understand who presented her the sweets? Her secret admirer is Ryan. Those are not dates. The number actually means the needed letter in the name of the month. A man told his boss, don't take your planned flight today. I had a dream last night that if you do, it might end badly. Your plane will crash. The boss fired the man. Can you figure out why? The man was a night watchman. He should have been on duty the previous night, not dreaming. Jacob and Mark decided to go on a camping trip. Look at the things they're going to take with them and say what they should leave at home. A small hint, try to think outside the box. Look, a tent, game, rice, lamp. All of these words consist of four letters. But a chair? This word has five letters. The friends should leave it at home. A man went around the world in a ship, and still he was always inside of land. How is it possible? The man was in a spaceship orbiting Earth. Hannah's birthday is on January 23rd, but she always celebrates it in the summer. Why? Hannah lives in the Southern Hemisphere. There, January is one of the hottest months of the year. Hey, nice job! Are you ready to train your brain with the help of these tricky brain teasers? Then let's get started. Look at these ladies and try to figure out who's not very smart. Even though the first woman looks as if she's about to touch a hot iron, the device is actually unplugged, so she won't hurt herself. The second lady, though, is about to touch a heated waffle maker. Oh no! John's parachute hasn't opened, and he's now plunging toward the ground. Does he have higher chances of survival if he falls into a lake or on a haystack? He should try to fall on a haystack. Do you see crocodiles hiding near the shore of the lake? 
Uh-oh. Who do you think is more dangerous in this situation? A bear or a swarm of bees? Look, the bear is about to run after its prey. It won't pay any attention to you. But bees seem to be angry. They'll most likely go after you. Look at these people. Who's most likely to survive? The man hanging over the fire? A woman tied over a barrel filled with toxic liquid? Or this guy swinging over a field of sharp needles? The woman hanging over the barrel with toxic liquid is the one who will survive. Look, there's a hole in the barrel, and the liquid is leaking out of it. The woman just needs to wait until the barrel is empty and untie herself. To get out of the locked room, Jeremy had to crack this puzzle. 1 equals 5, 2 equals 15, 3 equals 215, 4 equals 3215, 4 equals 3215. 5 equals, what number is hidden under the question mark? It's 1, 5 equals 1, because 1 equals 5. But the door of the room still didn't open. Apparently, Jeremy had to solve another riddle. He had to arrange four nines in such a way that they were equal to 100. He could use any math symbols. How can the guy do it? Jeremy figured out the correct answer pretty fast. 99 plus 9 divided by 9 equals 100. You're crossing a railroad bridge when you spot a train coming toward you. The bridge is built over a lake swarming with crocodiles, so jumping into the water is out of the question. How can you survive in this situation? You're farther away from the shore you came from and won't have enough time to get back to that site, so your only option is to run toward the train really fast and turn left or right when you cross the bridge. Jack is taking part in a challenge. He's reached the final stage, which takes place in a desert. If he succeeds now, he'll win $1 million. There are four pots in front of him. In each of them, there's a key. Jack needs to get any key from any pot. But on top of the first pot, there's a bowl filled with a strong acid. The second pot is covered with a bowl full of venomous spiders. In the bowl placed on the third pot, Jack sees a raging fire. A viper is curled up in the bowl, covering the fourth pot. Uh-oh. Jack isn't allowed to drop the bowls or turn them over. Which pot should he choose? The guy should choose the third bowl. He can put the fire out with sand. He's in the desert, after all. And get the key. David's company develops apps for smartphones. Right now, he's looking for a designer. He's got hundreds of resumes, but he's chosen just three of them. Angela's resume says, I'm 23 years old. I don't have a lot of experience, but I'm a fast learner and have already designed similar applications. Helen wrote in her resume, 
I'm 26 and have four years of work experience. You should hire me because I've created lots of TikTok stories that have gone viral. And Eric's resume claims he's 28 years old with seven years of work experience. He's designed tons of apps and he's been working for Google since the company was launched. David can only hire one person, but it's okay because one applicant hasn't lied in their resume. Who is it? Eric has just seven years of work experience, but Google was officially launched in 1998. There are no stories on TikTok, meaning Helen couldn't create them. David hired Angela, even though she hasn't been working for a long time. She's honest and has a nice portfolio. Three friends agreed to hang out together on Friday night. One of them, Brian, was tasked with bringing pizza. But the guy was running extremely late. His friends were starving. Strangely, Brian wasn't picking up their calls. But in an hour or so, he sent them a selfie. In the photo, he was standing next to his car. In the following message, he wrote he had run out of gas. He was at a gas station, tanking his car up. But his friends didn't believe Brian's excuses. Why? In the picture, it's clearly seen that the guy has got an electric car. It doesn't need gas. Mark told his wife he was going on a business trip to Canada and asked her to pack his bag for him. It was winter, so his wife packed a pair of very warm socks, a scarf, and a knitted hat for Mark. When Mark came back, he said that his business trip was successful. Then he asked his wife why she hadn't put his toothbrush and toothpaste in his suitcase. The woman immediately understood that her husband was lying about going on a business trip. How did she figure it out? She put his toothbrush and toothpaste under the scarf, hat, and warm socks. If he didn't take them out of his bag, it probably wasn't very cold outside, which means that, most likely, he was not in Canada. One out of nine identical balls is heavier than the others. How can you figure out which one it is after just two weighings? You need to divide all the balls into three groups and weigh two of them. That's how you can figure out which group contains the heavy ball. After that, you should pick two balls from the heaviest group. Weigh one against the other, and you'll understand which ball of the three is the heaviest. There was a blackout in the city, but the bus driver still noticed a dog on the road and managed to stop in time and avoid hitting the animal. How did he do this? This accident happened during the day. You have six glasses standing in a row on the table. The first three of them are filled with water and the other three are empty. You need to move just one glass to arrange them in such a way that full and empty glasses alternate. How can you do it? Just pick up glass number two and pour the water into glass number five. You enter a room and see that there's nothing inside but a blackboard on the wall. There are four words written on it. 
pin, check, boiling, view. You have to figure out a five-letter word that can be added to each of them to make an existing word or word combination. Have you realized that the necessary word is point? Then you'll get pinpoint, checkpoint, boiling point, and viewpoint. Now, you're in a strange building that looks like a planetarium. There are photos of distant stars on the walls. In the middle, there's a screen with a riddle on it. N-E-U-S-R-N-E-R-R-S-T-H-U-S. Question mark. You have to figure out what is hiding under the question mark. If you've realized that the correct answer is RY, congratulations! The list is made up of the last two letters of the names of the planets of the solar system, in the order from Neptune to Mercury, Neptune, Uranus, Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, Earth, Venus, Mercury. Two daughters and two mothers went out to a cafe. Each of them ate a slice of pizza. But strangely, only three slices were eaten. How come? These ladies are a grandmother, a mother, and a daughter. Two of them are moms, and two are daughters. Amy is an astronaut. She had spent months preparing for a space journey that would take her outside of the solar system. During the trip, she landed on another planet in an unknown galaxy. She began to explore the city and its citizens. Very soon, though, she felt the need to go to the restroom. She saw two doors leading to the ladies' and gentlemen's bathrooms and got confused. She didn't speak the local language and couldn't ask which door was for men and which was for women. Thankfully, she met a local guide, Bo, who could understand English. However, he could only speak his native language. What two questions should Amy ask to figure out the right door? She should point at one of the doors and ask, is this the woman's restroom? Then she needs to remember Bo's reply and ask, am I a woman? If Bo says the same word, the restroom Amy is pointing at must be for women. And if Bo says a different word, the restroom is for men. A thief wanted to rob a local bank. He came up with a brilliant plan to dress up as one of the bank's clients and try to sneak into the vault. As he was approaching the vault, he saw a security guard standing right in front of the door. The robber hadn't anticipated this, so he hid and watched the guard carefully. When one of the actual bank clients walked up to the door, the security guard said, 12, and the client said, 6, and got inside. Then another client came up to the vault. When the security guard said 6, the person answered 3 and was granted access. Oh, I've totally got this, the robber thought. He nonchalantly walked up to the security guard. When the guard said 10, the robber confidently answered 5. He was arrested immediately. Why was his answer wrong, and what should he have answered instead? The correct response depends on the number of the letters in the word. 
12 has 6 letters, so the answer is 6. 6 has 3 letters, so the answer is 3. As for 10, the robber should have said 3. Dave was on his way to a football match when he got a flat tire. He stopped on the roadside to fix it, but accidentally dropped all four wheel nuts into the sewer grate. There was no way to retrieve them. Dave was beginning to suspect that he would have to spend hours there when a car passing by stopped to help him. Dave told the driver about his problem, and the guy knew immediately what Dave needed to do. Dave managed to change the tire very quickly and went to the nearest service station to get his car properly fixed. What was the advice the guy gave Dave? That's easy. He told Dave to remove one nut from each of the other three wheels and use them to secure the new tire. Can you name one thing that all people on Earth are doing simultaneously? Getting older, duh! On a Monday morning, a big sum of money went missing from the accountant's safe. Three people were in the office at that time. Kate, the accountant, said she had left for several minutes to go to the bathroom. Walker, the IT manager, said he'd gone out for lunch and hadn't seen anything. Pete, a cleaning man, said he'd been cleaning the second floor at the time. Can you figure out who's lying? It's Walker. He said he'd been on his lunch break, but it was still morning at that time. In the afternoon, three people visited Tessa's clothing store. These three people were the only customers she had that day. The first person bought a belt and a purse. The second person bought a dress. And the third customer got a hat. One of them was a criminal, and Tessa immediately reported them to the police. Who is the criminal? And how did she know? The third person gave her a $1,000 bill, but such bills don't exist. On Halloween, Carrie decided to visit the spookiest house in the neighborhood. As soon as she got inside, the door locked behind her back. Luckily, she saw three ways out. However, behind the first door, there was a venomous snake. Behind the second door, there was toxic gas. And the third door was hiding a large lake. Which door should she choose? The last door. It's just a lake. She can swim across it. At Los Angeles Airport, the police were looking for a man that had smuggled some goods into the country. The only detail the police knew about the man was that he had a beard. They stopped a group of people that had just arrived from different countries. The detectives noticed three bearded men and interrogated them. Tom said he'd just arrived from London. It was a business trip. The second guy, Roberto, said he'd just come from Spain to visit his girlfriend. And the third man, Pierre said he'd come from France. He was on vacation. 
The detectives didn't even need to check their plane tickets to figure out who the criminal was. And what do you think? It must be Pierre. Look, the guy doesn't have any luggage with him, but he said he'd come to LA on vacation. Noah reported to the police that someone had stolen his red motorbike the previous night. It disappeared right from his garage. The police started to search for it and tracked three main suspects. Take a look at them. Which one stole Noah's motorbike? It's this guy on the right. Look closely, his motorbike is painted, but under a layer of paint, you can spot some red color. He must have stolen it and painted it a different color, but you caught him, good job. Sandra went to the police station to report a crime. She said she was in the bathroom in the mall, reapplying her makeup when someone came up to her from behind and hit her on the head. The officer asked her if she remembered anything about the robber but she said she hadn't seen anything since the criminal had approached her from behind. The police officer sent the woman home and refused to file the report. Why? The woman said she'd been fixing her makeup, so she had most likely been looking in the mirror. It means she would have seen the person approaching her from behind. She must be lying. Grace has seven sons, and each of them has a sister. How many children does Grace have in total? The answer is eight. If we consider that each son has the same sister, then it's seven sons plus one daughter, eight children in total. Anna runs a chocolate factory and she offers all her clients a special deal. Anyone can exchange five chocolate wrappers for one chocolate bar. Robert spent two weeks collecting the wrappers and managed to find 77. Can you tell what maximum number of chocolates he can get from Anna? Robert can get a total of 19 chocolates. Here's how it works. First of all, he can exchange 77 wrappers for 15 chocolates with two wrappers left. Then, after unwrapping the new 15 chocolate bars, Robert will be able to exchange 15 wrappers for three more chocolates. Now he can use the remaining two wrappers plus the new three wrappers to get one more chocolate bar. 15 plus three plus one equals 19. Oliver was sitting at his desk working from home when someone hit him on the head. He was taken to the nearest hospital. Meanwhile, the police found four suspects that could have been responsible for the crime. All of them, Oliver's neighbors. Amelia said she'd been walking in the park all morning. Henry explained he'd been painting in the studio and had heard nothing. Jacob said he'd been repairing his car. Sophia answered she'd been taking a bath for the past three hours. Can you figure out who is lying?
Well, take a look at these people's hands. Henry and Jacob were probably wearing gloves during their activities, which would explain why their hands are clean. But Sophia's hands are smooth, and they would be all wrinkled if she had indeed spent over three hours in the water. She must be the culprit.